With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise God. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You're listening to Missionaries for Christ World Outreach Church, and this is Bible class night here at Missionaries for Christ. We are excited about Jesus Christ. As we stand for worship. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get me behind. Victory today is mine. Joy is mine. Joy is mine. Joy is mine. I told Satan, get behind me. committee that it, it, it looks like this. 
Amen. So the leader of that committee, uh, whatever committee it is, need to be uh, uh, prayed for so that they could lead with integrity and they could, that they could lead with um, boldness. Uh, you cannot be a good leader, an effective leader, if you're not bold. Sometimes you have to say some stuff that might offend somebody. Amen. But it's, it's not because you're just uh, playing the dozen, mm -hmm. but it's because you want to uh, empower them to be better um, themselves. Amen. 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 So, so with that being said, um, let's go. We stopped at page 50 where it says pray for his physical and mental health, meaning the pastor. Serving and leading the church will expand all of the pastors. He is called on every day and every hour. Because the demands are so great on him, the pastor often neglects his own health and well-being. While no one is invulnerable to sickness and accidents, we can pray for protection of our pastor's health. We should also pray for the pastor's mental health. In this regard, I'm not referring to the opposite of mental sickness, as I am to witness. The pastor has to make dozens of decisions each week that require discernment and wisdom. It is good to know what to preach and teach and how to say God's word. He needs wisdom dealing with us church members each week so that he can best discern how to respond to the plethora of demands upon him. We who are church members should pray for the health of our pastor. He will, he will feel stress and pressure every day. We can pray that he will experience peace and only God can give. Amen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's self-explanatory. Say the word. Yeah, that it explains itself. <laughs> Amen. Um, that that the, 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 what's on the pastor's plate is so great that he needs to be prayed for um, because, let's face facts, some people go, I, I've, I've known pastors to have nervous breakdowns because of all the stuff that they were going through. Um, a very popular pastor, um, and you can find it on YouTube, there's no, I guess there's no secret, um, Paul Morton had a, had a nervous breakdown. And... Um, if you, you think about all that you, he goes through, um, being a pastor of a mega church, being a recording artist, um, this and that, and then not not just only that, and all of the scandal that follows uh, people that that's in the limelight, uh, all all of that weighs on the pastor. Amen. And, and I can speak for the the pastor that's not so popular. <laughs> Even 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 us have we have uh, pressures. Um, I wonder if anybody gonna come to Bible class. I wonder if anybody gonna come to church. I wonder if we are gonna be able to pay the rent. I wonder if we are gonna be able. I, 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 I want I want new chairs. We need new chairs. We need this. We need that. Food giveaway coming up. I wonder if we got enough money for food giveaway. All of, all of all of that stuff it weighs, but. The, the, the thing that they didn't talk about, all of that weighs on him, but then he also have a home that all of that weighs on him too. Amen. 
So, so he, he don't only have church responsibilities, but he has home responsibilities. And oftentimes, I think we read it in this, in this chapter, that people come and dump their stuff on him too. So now, not only do I have to study for the preach, not only do I have to um, do whatever else I have to do, but now I got to listen two hours to somebody talking about their wife done, done, done cheated on them. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And, and, and she probably only cheated on, with a Hershey bar. She, she mm-hmm. ate too much chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he thought, he thought she was in love with somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, the pastor goes through a whole lot of a whole lot of things. Now the other leaders also um, have have a similar responsibilities that they need. They, their health and their mental health need to be prayed for too. Amen. Because if you again, if you're the president of the um, plant watering committee, then you you got the responsibility of making sure that all the plants in the church is watered. It's not. It wouldn't be a great responsibility at Missionaries for Christ mm-hmm. because we got some plastic plants and only one last plant. <laughs> Amen. And but just think about a church like New Life um, that have plants everywhere, mm-hmm. all around, not just in the sanctuary, but all around the building. And not only do they have one building, they have five campuses. Amen. So, so if you're the president over all of that, you got to make sure that all of that is going going on, looking good. Looking good. Amen. Uh, so, so, so there there are some responsibilities there. So you, they need they they need to be prayed for also. Amen. I'll just ask any questions or comments. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been hearing a lot um, lately in the news about pastors giving up because mm-hmm. of the pressures um, that come along with being a pastor. Um, and it's so funny because I just saw a lifetime novel like that. A movie about um, the pastor. And he was so indulged and so engrossed in the ministry and taking care of ministry till when his daughter went to her father's daughter's stand, her, her brother had to take her. When the brother was uh, premiered in his first big baseball game, Little League game, um, Danny couldn't be there because he was pregnant somebody's baby. And when the girl went on her dance, it was church revival. And then they had three, their family had three children, two sons and a daughter. And he was so busy with everything in the church, every time there was something going on with his kids and even his wife, he could not ever be there. It was always something. He was praying for somebody. He was at the hospital with somebody. He was preaching somebody's baby. He was burying somebody. And finally, at the uh, end of the movie, the wife ended up dying of cancer. And she was suffering with cancer for so long, but she wouldn't even tell him because he already had so many pressures going on. And then he had his kids, because he wasn't there to support them, they were all doing their own thing. The daughter ended up having a baby out of there. Like one son. He thought it was going to be the greatest, and he was so in love with him because he went off to college and he went to ministry school. He thought he was going to be a pastor, but he came back and said, I don't want to be no preacher. <laughs> you know, and then the other son was like a bad son. He ended up being on drugs, you know, and stealing money from church. So it's like he was so engrossed with the church that he missed out on his own family. His wife, like, literally slipped away from him. 
They're in the kitchen arguing about the kid's problem, and the mother just dies in the living room. And, and this, I mean, although that was a BET movie, but that kind of stuff happens for real, you know, because it's a lot of pressure to be a leader. Then we talk about the leader over the, the water and the flowers committee. Not only do you have to just see to that the flowers are water, you want them to be nice. You know, you want to be presentable because you want people to come and say, oh, my God, that's a nice flowers at y'all church. And maybe that would be something to make them want to come to your church. So it, it can be pretty stressful at any level. Amen. All right. Any more questions or comments? All right. Uh, let's read the pledge. The fourth pledge. This pledge
So I made the pledge twice. All right. Um, next week, you guys could do the questions, the study questions for chapter four. The study questions for chapter four, and we'll go over them next week first off. All right. All right. On to chapter number five. 728. That's me on my donut. The best go. <laughs> All right. I will lead my family to be healthy church members. Now we're not talking about the pastor, we're talking about the members. <laughs> I will lead my family to be healthy church members. All right. All right, somebody can start reading. His name was Bob. He died a few years ago. But if he influenced a few people like he influenced me, this relatively unknown and tired man changed the world. Bob always seemed to be at the church. Understand that some people show up at church every time the doors are open, having guilt or legalistic obligations. Not Bob. He was always joyous. Always serving, always kind. You could just feel the love serving the church. The same could be said about Bob's wife and two sons. They too seemed to love the church and find joy in service. The whole family was, well, different. And different in a good kind of way, if you know what I mean. I was a young businessman. <laughs> In my early 20s, I had been married for three years and had just become a dad. Fatherhood would hit me like a ton of bricks. I wanted to be a good listener and a good dad. And that meant getting involved in church. I didn't know it at the time, but Bob was watching me. He was concerned for me. He loved my youthful enthusiasm, but he knew what was coming. The more I got involved, the more I would see the imperfections of the church, the pastors, the staff, and other church members. God has seen the patterns repeatedly. Get excited about church, get more involved, discover the imperfections of the church, get excited about the church leadership. God took me under his wing. When I would begin to get angry, frustrated, or discouraged about talking at the church, he would talk to me. He would explain that no church is perfect, no pastor is perfect, no church member is perfect, and he would gently remind me that I was not close to perfect people. Amen. All right. Okay, we can stop right there. Um, so what's happening here is, um, well, wrapped up in a, a, a shell, Bob said he's seen, he seen this often. People get excited about the church, and then they find out that the church isn't perfect. They find out that the pastor isn't perfect, and they run and leave the church. Um, one thing, one thing as as church members, as, as a church member, um, when I was just a church member, I had to understand. Um, and I, I, I found this out at an early age and understood it at an early age that 
um, the pastor isn't perfect and the church isn't perfect. I found out that the people in the church wasn't perfect. Um, I, I found that out, I guess, because I worked in the church and I didn't get burnt out. Like like he said, some people do. They, they get excited about the church and then find out about the church and then they leave the church. Um, I, get, I guess I'm, I'm the type of person that want to see it to the end. I want to see it to the end. And that's, as a church member, um, we have we have to we have to um, commit ourselves not just to the church, not just to the pastor, but mostly we have to commit ourselves to God. Amen. And, and, and when 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 we commit ourselves to God, that means that God works through that ministry. So therefore, I'm going to watch God. And not the pastor's life, not the uh, president of the water flower 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 water committee. Um, so 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 people people and, and I believe I believe it, it happened in Missionaries for Christ a few times um, over again that people come in and they get excited about ministry and what they see. They, they see something happening, they could feel something happening, and then they get here and then they find out, you know what? They get rent behind. Pastor up to ask you for money. This, that can't be God. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I mean, God, God does everything through the human. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, so um, people have to understand. And again, I understood it very well as a teenager working in the church when we were building uh, Messiah Temple. I was there every day after school. I, I was helping. I was working side by side with pastors, and I seen um, the imperfection of the man, but I still respected him as pastor. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, one 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 instance that there was a few of us teenagers around there, and we was all working. And this one preacher was there working, and and, and he hit his he hit his finger with the hammer. <laughs> but my pastor kept saying, "Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it," because he knew we were there, and he didn't want him to say nothing out of order. And he said it anyway. <laughs> and and us teenagers. We just thought it was funny. We shook it off and kept on going. Where is where a lot of adults, because, you know, when, you, when you're a teenager, you could, you could shake stuff off. But when you're an, you're an adult and you expect the preacher to be up here and I can live down here, but I still want you to respect me like I'm up there with you, <laughs> uh, they, 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 they will begin to judge and say, oh, he ain't no preacher. He just said a bad word, you know. Because I have a, I have a thought that people people talk about cursing, and to me, what we call cursing is just filthy language. Cursing is what Jesus did to the fig tree. So the fig tree you ain't producing, you got to die. They came back the next day, and the tree did what? 
died. So that that's what that's what occurs to me is um a bad word is some words that we use and that we consider to be bad. Amen. Society can uh, consider them to be bad. All right, any questions or comments? All right, let's move to the next page. Hold on right there. <laughs> so many people come to the church to see what? What you just read. What they can get out of it. Yeah, if I, 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 go, if I go to the church, I, prob- I probably could get, get my food early. <laughs> I can get mine before everybody else because now I'd be a member of the church. And I think we had some people like this <laughs> that came through. Uh, however, they didn't know that uh, it was some work involved. you got to do some work. You just can't come and butt the line just because you're a member. Amen. Some people like that, I ask them for their membership ID. <laughs> Oh, I ain't get one. <laughs> oh, that must mean you're not a member. <laughs> and not knowing that we don't have them, right? <laughs> um, but but yeah, yeah. People people come to the church with their hands out, and they want to get from the church, but they never want to give. Um, Saturday when we had the giveaway, uh, the little lady came here. Um, the Caucasian lady that always come with her car, she'd be the first one here all the time. She she found out we was here, and she said, there was no sign up. Nobody put a sign up. Okay, that was on purpose. She <laughs> like, we were wondering about you guys. Well, we're not obligated to feed you. I said, we can't, we can't afford to keep doing this, and we asked you guys for a donation. Everybody said, I don't have nothing. Now, now let's be honest. We do the food giveaway in the beginning of the month, and 98.9% of the people that come here get their check in the beginning of the month. Amen. <laughs> so, so they come with their hands out, wondering what could I get from the church, and then when the church don't give it, I know somebody called us some bad names. <laughs> right, and you're supposed to be the church. The one, the one guy said, oh, "But pastor, y'all bring this here, so and y'all have to give it to us." No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> we could take it over to East Chicago, like we did the one time to another church. We could take it. We could give it to another church. Uh, we could just go on a street corner and give food away. Uh, the one time we were. Um, uh, worshiping in Prophet, Prophet Ward's building, we, we, we went to Old Gill Garden because nobody came for, for the food giveaway to get the food, and we loaded it all on the truck. And me, Prophet Ward, Matthew, I think Michael, I'm not sure, but we all went to the garden, and we gave it all away. We just parked the truck. He told a few people, and the word got out, and they came and got it. We had some chloride bleach. I remember that. 
And he was like, hey, man, you want to cook rock and bleach? And people were like, hey, man, you got any more than bleach? But they got more than the bleach once they got there. Uh, so we don't have to. We're not obligated to feed people all the time. Um, are we supposed to feed the hungry? Yes. But if you read what Jesus said, uh, when Jesus uh, told the disciples one time um, to do it first in Jerusalem, then in Judea, then in Samaria, then to the uttermost parts of the world. And when you really understand what he was saying, um, Jerusalem is home. So that means that we are only really obligated um, by law uh, Christian law, we're really obligated to the household of faith, the members of missionaries of Christ. So we don't have to come and bring the food here for the members of missionaries of Christ to get. Amen. And we don't have to open up the doors and, and, and set out tables and let people come in because the members of missionaries of Christ, um, we know who they are. Amen. Uh, so, so then the, the next thing is um, Jerusalem, first in Jerusalem, then in Judea. So then, then we reach the neighborhood. Then in Samaria, we reach, start, start reaching the city. Then the uttermost parts of the world, we're allowed to reach. Amen. Amen. Um, but we have to be careful with people that always come with their hands out and never want to um, give back to the church. Go ahead and read. <laughs> Unless y'all have a question or comments. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, our perspective should always be on giving, not receiving. Someone did something that they pretended was frustrating. That was God's way of telling us to pray for the person. <laughs> 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 did that, wait, did that just step on some toes? <laughs> Not, not Um, are they tend to be 
unlovable because they don't love themselves. Amen. And, and one of the one of the things is if they if they hang around the fire, they'll get burnt. Amen. They'll, they'll learn that I must first love myself. Amen. Amen. If I don't love me, I can't expect somebody else to love me. But by me not loving myself and somebody still loving me, I think I need to reevaluate my love, not just for me, but for Christ. Amen. Amen. So um, it, 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 it's good. It's good. It's good teaching for us to, to teach our children, to teach our friends, everybody that come in. That's that's one thing I like about new members class because in new members class you could teach people um, how to be a good member. Amen. Amen. You you could teach people how to be a good member and how um, how to walk in the church. Not 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 dictating to them that this is how you better do it, but this is how you should do it. Amen. 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 Any questions or comments? No. No. Yeah, easy class. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna stop right there. We're gonna stop right there on page fifty-seven. Next week we're gonna start on page fifty-eight. I know it's not eight o'clock. Um. Now you're going to make me do the dozens and start talking about you. <laughs> All right, we're going we're gonna to stop right there. Um, let's pray. God, we thank you again. God, we thank you for this class. We thank you for this book, and thank you, God, for the author that took out this time, Father God, and listened to you to write this book. Now, God, make us better, Father God, in everything we do for you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. To all the those that might be listening in on Talk Show, God bless you as our prayer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.